you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. Week to week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure that is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Joshua chapter 10, verse number 12. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, son, Stand still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jazer? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven, and hastened not to go down about a whole day and there was no day like that before it or after it that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of man for the Lord fought for Israel verse number 15 and Joshua returned everybody say he returned and all Israel with him, they all returned together unto the camp of Gilgal. With the help of the Lord this morning, I would like to take your attention into this passage of Scripture. And I want to really preach from this 15th verse where Joshua and all of Israel returns back to the camp of Gilgal. With the help of the Lord today, I'm going to preach the turning point called Gilgal. The turning point called Gilgal. Let's pray together now. Lord, we need your help today. As you have spoken into my spirit this week, I pray, God, that you speak into the hearts and lives of the individuals that are in this room this morning. God, there's none like you, and we pray now that your spirit meet with us, and God, that our minds and hearts be open to the word of God. And Lord, as I preach what you have put upon my heart today, let your spirit and your word do what you have intended to do. And we pray this in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. God bless you. You can be seated. My intent today is to draw a parallel in Scripture. I want to draw a parallel of similarities between Gilgal and our personal altars. And if you get this today, by the time I'm done, I feel like that at the conclusion of this day, when I make an appeal that there's going to be a desire in the hearts of all of us in this room 
to go back to that turning point, go back to that altar, that place of turning in our lives, and once again renew our relationship with the Lord. The word Gilgal has a very interesting meaning. The word Gilgal literally means rolled away, rolled away. How many of you remember when the burdens of your soul were rolled away? It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I'm happy all the day. The writer wrote about that place where the burdens were rolled away. Gilgal literally means rolled away. The scripture records five times when Joshua returned to Gilgal. He went back to this place. He went back again and he went back again and he went back again. The issue with our personal altars is that the altar was never made for one-time use. But the altar was intended to be a place that we become very familiar with, very accustomed to. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in the house this morning. Our personal altars need to be a place where we become very used to going back again and going back again and going back again until the place we desire the most is to live at the altar. Because when you're at the altar, everything else is okay. Because everything else gets rolled away. Because Gilgal, the, the altar, the place we go to, is the turning point of our life where everything changes in our life. And that place where everything changes and our burdens are rolled away, that's a great place to go to. That's a great place to dwell. Gilgal is the place where Israel spent the first night after leaving Egypt. When they came out of Egypt, it was in Gilgal where they camped. It's no wonder. There's no wonder that they wanted to go back to that place. Do you remember the place you were when you first know that there was a turning from your proverbial Egypt? How many of you remember? You remember where you were when God took your sins away. You remember where you were when you laid your burdens down. You remember that altar that you built. I'm preaching to somebody this morning that we need to become acquainted. We need to go back to that point of beginning. We need to go back and build that altar all over again. We need to go back to that turning point in our lives that is called Gilgal. We need to go back to that altar and declare, I'm not leaving this altar until everything in my life seems to be all right. When you're heavy burdened, when you're heavy laden, when the weight of the world is upon your shoulders and you are torn and you are weary and you are tired, I'm telling you there's no place like going back to the altar. There's no place that you can go to. A few weeks ago, I was dealing with some personal struggles. It was internal. It was emotional. It was it was spiritual. It was, it was one of those times in my life that I was, I just felt like I was struggling and, and I didn't know what to do. And I just kept feeling that gentle nudge from God just saying, go back 
to that altar. Go back to that turning point. Go back and find that place in me where everything seemed to be all right. I'm going to tell you this morning that I've never gone back to that place, never gone back and rebuilt that altar. I've never gone back there at what time that I did not find that God made everything all right. That place of prayer, that turning point for my life, that place where I can be stressed and I can go back to my Gilgal. And when I go back there, everything's rolled away. I get up from that place of prayer and I'm feeling better. I get up from that place of prayer and it seems like I'm walking in a new with a new vision and a new hope. That's why at Christian Life Church, we've got to keep that altar. We've got to keep the fires of that altar burning. We've got to keep the smoke at that altar. ought to always be going up before heaven. We've got to go back to that altar and build that Gilgal because you can struggle. You can figure it out in your own mind and try to come up with your own way of doing it. But I'm telling you, your altar will always be your turning point. Your altar will always be the place where your life turns around, where things go from mourning to dancing. When you go from glory and despair to victory and joy. It won't happen on the golf course or the fishing bank. It won't happen in the shopping mall, but it'll happen at your altar. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Gilgal's the first place that Israel camped in the promised land. But it also was a place that Israel kept going back to. Why does Israel keep going back to Gilgal? Because it was a place that held special meaning for them. It was a place that they thought about and they longed for. They never forgot without a doubt the emotions last week. Last week, what an incredible, what an incredible week moving into this new building and walking in this morning. I was talking to someone before service, and I said, well, the, you know, last week was such an exceptional crowd, and I come forward, and I'm worshiping, and I saw some kids coming out, and I failed to recognize that we have about 100 students in classrooms this morning, and maybe if we had them out here this morning, our crowd might not be too much different than it was last week. And so as I'm, as, as I'm coming in this morning, and I'm thinking about how special last week was, and and uh, I had friends that came down and family that was here and, and, and so many special guests and people came and visited and congratulated and so many nice things and it, it's, it's, I, I loved everything about it and, and we walked back in this morning and I just feel like we picked up from where we left off. But I'm going to tell you, church, it's not about a building. It's not even about the location here that we call the altar this morning. And I know I talked a little bit about the altar last Sunday morning, but I'm coming back to it again today because I feel like it's so very important that every one of us realize and never forget that it's not about a building and a nice area to park and a nice, a nice congregation to fellowship with, but it is about a personal altar. 
We need to become so acquainted with this place we call the altar that it's not a pull to get people to step out to the altar. That it's not a drag when you get called to prayer meeting. But we ought to know, hey, there is something special that happens at my Gilgal. When I go back there, it is a place where everything's rolled away in my life. It's a turning point for me. It's a place where I get a fresh start. I had a little struggle with my computer this morning. I don't turn it off too often. Usually when I end the day or the night, I just close the lid, open it back up the next day. And, and after a while, uh, I, I kind of get to the point where I, I, I fail to realize that I have my computer's kind of needing to have a reboot. You ever need a reboot? My computer was kind of needing a reboot. I, 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 I'm... I'm Touching the, I'm touching the keyboard and it seems like things just aren't functioning the way they knew to. And I thought, I'm just going to restart this thing and see what happens. So I hit the button to restart and that thing went off and it came back on. And Sister Cheryl had given me passcodes finally. Thank you, Sister Cheryl, to be able to get online. I, that was no rebuke, by the way. That kind of came out a little wrong. So after three years of working here this morning... I finally was able to get on the internet. And man, my computer came back on and that thing was like greased lightning. You know what I'm talking about. Man, I'd touch, it was up, it was just, it was moving. And part of it was the incredible internet service that we have. But the other was that my computer needed a reboot. It needed a restart. Sometimes life gets us so bogged down with chaos. We live in a world of chaos and corruption and busyness. Oh my. We get so busy. We get so bogged down. We get so many things going in our life. We even come to church sometimes and we're thinking about what we need to be doing. We're having a hard time worshiping because we're wanting to pull out our device and start writing our to-do list for the next week. Mm, hello, somebody. We, we come to church, we're bogged down. We're caught up in the chaos. I would to God this morning that you would just do a reboot right about now and say, I'm leaving all of those things behind. This is going to be a place where I'm going to restart, refocus, reboot realign, readjust, get myself back in focus and let all of the junk in my life be rolled away and here I am this morning I want to find myself a personal altar and I want to get a hold of heaven and when I leave here this morning I want some things rolled away in my life Israel keeps going back to Gilgal it was a place that held such special meaning to them. They spend their first night of freedom. It was their first dwelling place in the promised land. I, I started thinking this week that I have so many fond memories around the altar. Some of the greatest times of my life were spent, greatest moments in my life were spent around the altar. 
The altar is a place where I have shed tears of sorrow, tears of grief, and tears of joy. It's at the altar where I have had my joy restored and where I have found refreshing and where I have had a personal breakthrough, where I have come and laid down my burdens and got up walking freer than I had walked in the last little while. It's at the altar where my burdens are lifted. It's at the altar where my sins have been forgiven. It's at the altar where old things are passed away and all things have become new. It is at the altar where the burdens of my soul are rolled away. It's at the altar where I come and lay down my sorrows and pick up his cross and declare I'm going to go forward. There's some places in our lives that that we just simply cannot we cannot allow to escape our memory. They're too special. We need to build memorials around those places. These are places that we want to go back to and we want to revisit from time to time. Sometimes we all just need to go back to that place. And when we get back to that place, we seem to get everything back on track in our lives. Things You see some Sometimes we just we just aren't seeing right. You may hear this again and again, but this week I was over at a I went to a camping section in Cabela's in Fishers, Noblesville, and on Friday night, and I was walking through the camping session area there section, and I'm I'm looking for. Uh, a, a, a light and I was looking for a, a headlight that I could put on and be able to walk with my hands free and and uh, so I went and talked to the guy that's working in the camping section and he was an older gentleman and I was asking the older gentleman about uh, the lights and I said I, I, I've got several of these little nine dollar Walmart jobs and I said you know the, the problem is 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 I'm going to be going into an area I'm not going to be able to run to Walmart, so I need something that's quality and something that'll hold together. I understand I may have to change batteries, but I need something that's known to, to kind of hold up to the rigorous task of, of, of several days in, 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 on the mountain or in the wilderness. And, and I want something with some quality to it. And he took me over and he said, well, here is a more expensive one. And he showed it to me. And I kind of looked at the price tag and said, do you have anything that's that quality but not near that price? And he said, actually, I showed you this one first so you could see that the price tag is not always uh, is not always in line with the quality. I actually want to show you what the backpackers and those that go in backcountry, he said, here is the one that they use, and it's, it's not close to the price of this expensive one. He said, this expensive one, it brags of being incredibly bright, and here I'm standing in the aisle, and he pulls out the, the one that is quality. He said, it's not as bright as this other light, but the quality of it is better. He said, but here's what I want you to understand. He said, when you're 
uh, he said, turn, turn this light on. And I turned it on and I was shining it around. And he said, understand that you're shining this light in a room where there is light. And he said, so you're able to see that this light is even brighter than the other light in the, in the, in the room. And he said, you can see that. But he said, when you get on the mountain, he said, when you're on the mountain and there's no light, and he said, you turn this light on, he said, it's going to be more than enough light for you. Because there's darkness everywhere. And he said, when you turn that light on, it's going to be more light. And then he made a statement that rocked me back on my heels. The wisdom of the man in the camping section at Cabela's. He said, the issue is, is the more light that you have, the more blindness you will experience when that light, when you walk away from that light. The more light that you have, the more blindness you will have when you walk away from that light. Hmm. I immediately just took it. I was afraid I was going to forget what he said. I said, thank you, sir. You have given me everything I need plus my sermon for Sunday. He looked at me funny. He had no clue, and I didn't want to take time to explain. I said, see you later, sir. I got my light, and I headed over to the checkout line. And I said, I got what I needed because I want to come this morning and tell somebody that some of us have walked in great light, and we have walked away from that light, and we have become more blind because we walked in great light, and we have reached a point of blindness in our lives when we think, oh, no, I'm seeing fine. No, because you walked in such great light that when you walk away from that light it is greater blindness than it would be if you had never been in that light because you have a way your eyes have a way to adjusting to the amount of light that you're walking in. I'm speaking in the Holy Ghost to somebody in this room this morning that has walked in light but you need a return back to your personal altar. You need to go back to a place called Gilgal and when you whoa, I feel the Holy Ghost today when you get back to Gilgal the light's going to come on and you're going to recognize how much blindness that you've been walking in God wants to restore somebody's eyesight today God wants to give you whoa, I feel the Holy Ghost in the house God is wanting to restore somebody today but you've got to return back to your altar. You've got to go back to that turning point in your life and say, do it again, God. Do it again, God. Do it again, God. And the light of his hope will come on and he'll turn everything in your life around. Somebody give God a shout of praise. Woo, I feel him in the room this morning. Woo, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Gilgal was a place that stirred up their memory. It was a place of remembrance. They came out of the Jordan on the 10th day of the first month and, in, and encamped in the place called Gilgal, east on the east border of Jericho. 
And there they picked up 12 stones, which they took out of the Jordan. And they pitched in the place called Gilgal. They came through the Jordan by miraculous provision from the Lord. There were stones carried out. And they built a memorial so that when they went back to the area, there wouldn't be question about where they were. They would recognize the place from the memorial that they had built. In those days, memorial and altars were things that were synonymous. They built altars and they built memorials so that they knew when they got back in the area right here. It's not across over there on the other side of the river, but it's right there, this spot right here. This is where God has answered our prayer. This is where God has turned things around. I want you to know today it doesn't matter where you were when it happened. It matters that it you remember. You remember. I know God is already stirring up our mind by way of remembrance. Somebody in this room today, you're remembering where you were. You know where you were when the burden of your soul was rolled away. You remember that first time experience, that turning point in your life when he turned your life around they they remembered the jordan parting they they remembered their deliverance out of the wilderness and into the promised land because Gilgal was a place of remembrance but Gilgal also was a place of renewal because in Joshua chapter 5, the Bible said the people came out and they, those that were born in the wilderness came forth out of Egypt and they, they, they had not yet been circumcised. And in Joshua chapter 5 and verse 9 said the Lord said to, to Joshua in Joshua 5 and 9, This day have I rolled away the reproach. That term rolled away the reproach. In the original, the Lord would have said, This day have I brought you to Gilgal. At the place where everything was rolled away. This day, Joshua, I have brought you and I have rolled away the reproach from Egypt from off you. Mm. Can I speak on the reproach that God wants to lift off you? It doesn't matter who thinks what about you. It only matters what he says about you. You may feel like that you've got a... You've got baggage that wouldn't fit in the trunk of your car today. But I want to tell you that when you go back to Gilgal, he will roll away the reproach. It doesn't matter who said it about you. It doesn't matter who tried to get you to own it or put it on you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I come this morning and declare to you, he wants to roll not only your sins away, but he wants to roll the reproach away from you. He wants to get it. He wants to get that load that you're carrying I'm worried about what somebody's going to say I'm worried about what my friends will say listen when you get back to Gilgal you're not going to care who says what all that's going to matter is that you're going to say my burdens were rolled away my reproach was rolled away and I am renewed in Jesus <laughs> watch this Gilgal Gilgal 
was a place of separation from the old world to the new world, from the old life to the new life. Gilgal was a place where Egypt, the, the, the stigma of Egypt is, is taken away. And it was at Gilgal where the, the stigma that came along with it was, was rolled away. They said, they said, I used to have a temper. They said, I used to have a bad attitude. They said, I used to have a drinking problem. They said, I used to be addicted to drugs. They said, I used to have, I used to be, but it doesn't matter what you used to be because the reproach. He said, I want to take the reproach off of you and I want to put something new in you because Gilgal was a place where their entire life was changed. It was a turning point for them. All in the wilderness, God had provided quail and manna for them. But now in Gilgal, things were different because Gilgal was Israel's place of renewal. For 400 years they had lived in bondage. For 40 years God had had to give them clothes that wouldn't wear out. He had had to put a hedge over them. He had protected them. He had fed them. They had mourned. They had moaned and complained. They had talked back to Moses and talked back to God. And now they get to Gilgal, and when they got to Gilgal, Gilgal becomes a place of restoration because the Lord said everything now has changed. I'm now going to give you everything you need to sustain your life. Let me speak a word to somebody this morning. I am in the Holy Ghost like I have not walked in a while. And I know when I'm walking in the Holy Ghost and I'm walking in the Holy Ghost this morning. But I'm telling somebody, you have had to depend on other people for your significance. You've had to have other people around you to hold you up and prop you up and tell you you're going to be okay. But I'm telling you about Gilgal. It's a place of restoration where the Lord gives you a brand new identity. I don't have to have my old friends from Egypt propping me up and telling me who I am. I've got God on my side and he's going to put people around me that's going to help me know who I am in him. I don't need the world defining me. I don't need somebody else defining me. God is defining me. This is my place of restoration. God is going to order your steps into the future I got to close but Gilgal was a place of revelation everybody say revelation it was a place where the lights came on they had been living, wondering. There's no, there's, it's no wonder that, the, the, that we refer to Israel being wandering in the wilderness. The reason they wandered in the wilderness is because they had no revelation. 
they had knowledge without revelation is not going to help you today. But I'm going to tell you about Gilgal. It's a place of revelation. It's a place where the lights come on and you begin to see things differently than you have ever seen them before. You realize that old life that you were depending on is not what God has for your future. You realize that the way you have been walking is not what God has. Forty years of wilderness wandering and God could have taken you out any day but he said I'm saving you because you're going to get to Gilgal one day and when you get there you're going to get the mind of Christ is going to come into you and you're going to begin to see what I have had planned for you all along you come today just to come to church but God showed up today and he said it's a point of revelation he said it's a time that I'm going to turn your mind around I'm going to change your future your destination is about to change today. Oh, you ought to not wait on me to keep preaching. You ought to get out from where you are and you ought to come down to this altar and declare, I'm coming to Gilgal. There's going to be revelation. There's going to be restoration. There's going to be renewal. God's here for you today. Somebody shout unto the Lord. Lift up your voice and give him a shout of praise. Let me tell you about the place you just came to. It was in Gilgal where the presence of the Lord showed up in the form of an angel and the angel of the Lord did battle for Israel at Gilgal I feel the presence of the Lord so powerfully in the room right now. What God wants me to speak to somebody this morning is that while you think it's you fighting, oh, it's not you fighting, but he sent some angels in the room today and he said they'll do the fighting for you. You just go ahead and get your breakthrough right now. The angel of the Lord is in the room to fight for somebody today. You ought to go ahead. You ought to go ahead and surrender and say, go ahead, God. Whatever it is you want to do, you go ahead and do it. Whatever it is you want to do, you go ahead. God's fighting for you today. God's fighting for you today. Reach out to Him. Reach out to Him. Reach out to Him this morning. Come on, turn this place into your altar right now. All over the room, just turn this house into a big prayer room right now. This is your altar. This is your Gilgal. God wants to turn your life around. God wants to turn your life around. Yes, you may. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Come on, make up your mind. Make up your mind. Don't get caught up in the music. I want you to get caught up in prayer right now. Get caught up in surrender to the Lord right now. He wants to make everything new in your life. You make all things new. Oh, you make all things new, and I will follow you 
Lord today. Seek the Lord today. Ministers and elders, find somebody to pray with this morning. Why don't you find somebody to pray with this morning? Encourage somebody in prayer today.